Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Lights. Camera. Action. It's the KSL Movie Show. Not getting a real under-control vibe here. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes, all on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. He's not a monster, Gaston. You are. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Ah, tis the movie show here at KSL News Radio. I mean, tax weekend, Easter weekend. I mean, this is a big one. Yeah, oh yeah. Big, big, big. It's so, also uh, Jackie Robinson Day. Jackie Robinson Day, number 42. Huh? Well, okay, hey. you saw the movie. That's how you that know. happened. <laughs> yeah, I rewatched that movie the other day. Really? You know, yeah. Oh, what a great player. What a oh, great yeah. uh, role model. Yeah. Amazing man. And a great actor played him who sadly is no longer oh, with us. Yeah. Chadwick, geez. Anyway, all right. So we probably ought to do the rundown of the big show today for April 15th. But this isn't the deadline for taxes because it's Good Friday, so we have till Monday. Oh, that's why. I thought that's I right. only fell on a weekend. That it that's would... right. Okay. Well, that so midnight Monday, you're toast, but so far so good. I'm right? done. Mine was done two weeks ago. You know, people hate people like you who get their taxes in early, and then they two get weeks, these though, huge bad. refunds. Oh, no. No, no. no I had to pay. <laughs> Somebody mentioned refund to me once, and I went, What's that? <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. It's been so long. I hate to have them have my money and then... I know, me too. Pretend like it's a gift. Here's your oh, money. I know. People People think they're getting free money. No, they've been holding your money. Of course, you know, in the old days, this would mean something interest-free. Now, you know, it's just... Yeah. But the fact is, yeah, they've been using your money yeah. for a year. Yeah, thanks very much. So, you know, you get, you know, $1,500 back and you just gave the gum mint. A $1,500 loan. Yeah. And now you can get your hearing aids. From- and now you can buy you your, hearing your aids money. from my hearing centers. Exactly. Okay. So the Big Show Rundown, sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. Here we go. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the Big Movie Review. Big Movie Review. Fantastic Beasts. And the secrets of Dumbledore. This boy has a lot of secrets. Well, yeah. He needs more plot, less secrets. You know, the kindly old wizard that we all learned to love, played by two great actors over the years. But, oh my goodness, Dumbledore, he has quite the past. So, we'll uh, be talking about 
fantastic beasts. And they just, again, we'll save this for the review mostly, but D kept leaning over it. Did you know that? Are we supposed to know who that guy is? Who is that guy? <laughs> so I'm going, yeah, yeah okay. There's so, a lot of, there are a lot of characters in this film. Father Stu. You know, I have not seen this, but it looks interesting. I mean, we've got, you know, Mark Wahlberg. We've got, I mean, we've got our guy, Mel Gibson. He, he's our one. guy now? Oh, he's our guy. Oh, I mean, we grew up with him. He was the, no, you know, true. he was the action hero of the He's had the second, t- you know, tier of his, uh, yeah. of his career where he plays crusty guy. Yeah. Even this Santa Claus was. Oh, I know. I'm this very crusty Santa. We kind of went through the Gallipoli and we went through, you know, the Year of Living Dangerously era. And then we Mad Max and so on. Then we went into kind of his Danny Glover era. Oh yeah, what and and then we we had the lethal you know, weapon. Yeah, yeah lethal, lethal weapon. And then we had the factors. Yeah, like, oh, and then he was he doing do? he was doing all the big epics. You know, Braveheart and the you know, wow. You know, some of the, some of the stuff uh, that that he did. You know, his his portrayal of, of the Christ and the crucifixion. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. And then now he's kind of back. This is almost the fourth phase of his life. I guess so. Yeah. The arc of this character. Yeah, and the thing is, it is a, a wonderful film, but the rating is language throughout, and yeah. that is accurate. So For it, Father Stu. Well, he's a but tough. I know. He's a tough guy. I know. And the prisoners don't listen to the other father, but when he starts talking, they're like, "Oh, they listen to this him." This boy's speaking my language. Okay, Father Stu. And what's this? Is it? Aline or Aline. Aline? This yeah. is a um, a movie about Celine Dion, but they didn't have permission, so it's Aline Deu. I thought maybe name. they just ran out of space on the billboard. No, you know? they, no? Okay. They, this is a complete ripoff of her life, and I don't know if she's very happy about it, but okay. they try to be nice. Choose or die? Uh, that's a, a digital okay. saw movie. Oh, God. great. Okay, let's move along. Oh, look at the time. Yeah, I knew Roar. Roar is an incredible anthology of stories about women, for women, and it is brilliant on okay. Apple TV+. Plus. This is like Hear Me Roar type thing? Well, maybe, yeah, but it, yeah. It, there's so many good little stories in this thing. I, I loved it. Then Outer Range. You're going to want to see this, I think, because <laughs> think? it's like Yellowstone mm. meets, meets Outer Limits. Oh. There's a sci-fi factor. So the, to a cowboy. The Duttons go into the ozone? <laughs> okay. That's the part that's weird. It's it's Josh Brolin, by the way, and okay. he, he's a great actor. Yeah, he is and a good actor. And our friend, well, not our friend, Will Patton, who was Jamie's dad. Yeah. And he's in this, and he's all wired up and on a bed. I call him the Hudsucker Cowboy. I always remember Will Patton, you know, from The Postman. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the copy machine repairman who became, like, you know, Patton yeah, or yeah. Caesar or right. whatever. Okay. So there there are the, the movies, and uh, we'll have movie news. And let's see. Oh, the commish is going to join us. Oh. Virginia Pierce, who is the commissioner, the Utah Film Commission, she will be joining us. Always good to have her, especially now that we can gather together in person. So she's going to be here in? Well, we're luring her in with treats. I was just looking over here. Holy cow. Yeah, I know. We have treats galore. Let's see. (laughs) Dennis, amazing again. And then streaming news. We've got that. The movie show top ten. Oh man, I I've been saving up for that. Oh dear. And then uh, now D is not going to be here for the QPWs. Okay. 
because she's uh, tending the home fires this morning. And let's see, what else have we got? She's Tell on them. assignment. Is that she's on morning? assignment. Yeah, that's the uh, Deanne is on assignment today. And let's see, we also have telephone torture. Yeah. And we have three doors again. Oh, yes, that's To right. choose from. So we'll be uh, talking about all that here on the movie show at KSL News Radio. And we, of course, are hanging out with our friends here at My Hearing Center. And Matt Deering is here with us. And, Matt, thank you for hosting the movie show again. And, man, I was just mentioning the plethora of treats we've got here. We are set and ready to go. I think even the commish, when she shows up, Virginia Pierce, she'll go, wow, we've got a feast going here. It's, it's pretty intense. It is intense. This is why we invite you, because you, <laughs> you bring these great treats. Well, here's the big question. Has the treat vulture been through yet? I haven't seen it. No, we, he we, hasn't landed. Me and him have been on a on a conference call, so we we just I just popped in and said, "Ooh, so oh, he'll, wait, he'll wait, be here quick." Wait until the treat vulture. I mean, he'll be you know, of course sampling all of them, but wow, he's in for a treat today. Oh my goodness, we all are. Yeah, we all are. And now the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. Okay, the biggest release of the week, no doubt. Boy, not only are a lot of fans looking. Looking forward to this, but also the exhibitors, you know, just to have a big wow movie on the on the screen. So fantastic beast. This is the third movie in the series, The Secret of the Secrets. This boy has secrets. Of Dumbledore. Here we go. I imagine that you're all wondering why you find yourselves here. From this moment forward, each of us has been assigned a role to play. If we're to defeat Grindelwald, you'll have to trust me, even when every instinct tells you not to. Dumbledore asked that I give you something, Jacob. Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) This is kind of an interesting mix. Uh, Jude Law is Albus Dumbledore, the younger. Uh, We have Mads Mikkelsen. If you're you're trying to picture who he is, picture the James Bond movie where they're sitting there and the guy has the little drip of blood coming out of his eye. That's him. He's a great actor. Oh, he is a great actor, and, and he's ominous. In a, in a real unique way. He should have been this guy at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Eddie Redmayne uh, is uh, Newt Scamander, who is, of course, the person that loves to collect the Fantastic Beasts and ultimately wrote the book that we kept hearing about so much during the traditional uh, Hogwarts adventure. And, boy, this has a lot of interchanging stories. You know, basically, Albus Dumbledore and, let's see, what, what's the, the guy's official name? Mads Mikkelsen, Gellert Grindenwald. I should remember that. So Grindenwald, they, they have become estranged from one another. And they made this pact when they were younger, you know, kind of both young rebels that they were going to do all this stuff. They did literally a blood pact that they could not ever break. They could not ever take weapons against one another. They could not break this pact. But they could mentally at least go in different directions, which is exactly what happened. Grindelwald is is still looking to slam the muggles to the ground and watch yeah. out for the wizardry. And uh, Dumbledore now has realized that muggles are people too, basically, and has become very soft-hearted toward muggles. So as Grindelwald starts to plan out his diabolical thing, they, they become enemies, and where they were more than dear friends. I mean, they were companions, and which J.K. Rowling made, you know, Quite uh, quite an announcement about uh, years ago that caught a lot of attention. 
So what happens? And apparently one of these fantastic beasts is the key to it. And the the fantastic beast, Eddie Redmayne's character, Scamander, is with the the beast when she gives birth to an egg. And apparently the creature that is born here has the ability to actually, when they are looking for a new head of the wizard kingdom, this animal consents who is the kindest, purest heart, best wizard, basically. Basically picks the leader. Uh, and Exactly. And then goes to the... And in this case, we end up in the... This is a long, torturous route to get here. But Grindelwald actually becomes... There are originally only two people running, basically, for the high office of wizardry. But he worms his way in, of course, under false pretenses. But what will the animal do? And which one will the animal bow to? Literally, it bows to the person who is the, the chosen one. Well, there's all kinds of, uh, of trickery going on here. And, you know, of course, in the world of wizards, even the dead can be brought back at some point. And is there one of these creatures or might there be, you know, more? You know, who knows? It's a long, torturous route here. There are some things that are really fun. We have, you know, the baker you know, who fell in love with uh, a wizard woman, you know, who now seems to have gone to the dark side. He now has gone to the Dumbledore side. He's recruited in a rather interesting way. He's been pining away for this woman. He's one of the funnest characters in in the movie. He's, He's that comic relief. But there's not a lot of comedy in this, and there's a lot of things you really have to be, you know, I mean, inside baseball stuff. Like I mentioned, you know, our kids were raised on the Harry Potter books, you know, with pretty much up to speed on some of it but boy some of these spin-offs have have been a little confusing but I, the diehards oh that there was a group behind us we saw this out of valley fair megaplex they were just screeching they were howling they were loving it they were laughing at things that i'm going uh what am i missing mm. apparently i missed a lot you know steve i i didn't i didn't dislike the movie i liked it i'm glad i saw it you know, it's maybe just kind of a minus three movie. I'm sure the fans are going to love it a whole lot more than I did. It's long. It's two hours and 22 minutes long, uh, which began to get a little, you know, when when you're kind of on the fringe of the fan base. Uh, but, you know, hopefully it'll it'll be a big hit. You know, people will go to it. Eddie Redmayne does just a great, great job. Everybody, great acting. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, really outstanding character choices. And, and the time periods are fun that they're going, you know, through. Felt a little Naziist, didn't oh, it? Oh, those big banners. It was absolutely in the German. You know, when you see the statues there in and the, and the, the big thing, the, the wizard convention, basically, where they're choosing is happening in Germany. And, I mean, the Nazi helmets are on some of the, the statues. So, yeah, it, it, had, it really had that feel. A little bit like Richard III, you know, when they did that movie. Yeah. How they, it, it wasn't Nazis, but, boy, they sure looked a lot and acted like Nazis. Yeah, to me, uh, these movies, these last three of these Fantastic Beasts stories are not nearly as good as the Harry Potter movies. And you can tell when you're watching this movie, suddenly you see a shot of... Uh, of uh, Hogwarts, Hogwarts, and yeah. they play the music. The crowd went nuts yeah. because they desperately miss Harry Potter. Potter, right? And Newt, I mean, he's a nice guy, but he's not the lead anymore. Yeah. They've kind of taken over. The, I mean, Dumbledore sort of taken over that lead. And although this one had a more distinct plot, I still feel like these movies are wandering around. 
the kids were much more interesting as wizards than the grown-ups. Uh, well, I'm it was still more fanciful, and there was a sweetness to it and a discovery. And even with the Harry Potter movies, they got awfully dark, you know, a little more reminiscent of what we're watching now. Yeah. But, oh, those those first magic moments of being introduced yeah. to Hogwarts and everything else. and Okay, so it's, what's the grade? Uh, B minus. Yeah, so exactly the same. I'm a three minus. You know, so, all right, there you go. And it is Fantastic Beats, Beasts and Beats, The Secrets of... Of Dumbledore. The Movie Show. Mr. Burgundy, you are acting like a baby. I'm not a baby. I'm a man. I am an anchor man. On KSL <laughs> News Radio 102.7 FM and what 1160 AM. About, about yeah. being men? <laughs> okay, we're just sitting here chortling <laughs> over uh, who knows. Okay, Steve, I think it's time for a little movie news. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Okay, uh, I thought this was kind of interesting, an interesting little story. Uh, that uh, Hawkeye and, uh, let's see, the Eternals actually got the seal of authentic representation from the, I think it's Ruderman. I hope I'm saying that right. The Ruderman Family Foundation. They are advocates for the full inclusion inclusion of people with disabilities yeah. in society, and to have them included in the movies is a huge, huge part. And uh, they recognize movies and television shows that feature actors with disabilities in roles with at least five lines in the dialogue. You know, sometimes they have been the window dressing, but I mean, these are are. Real characters, the Ritterman Family Foundation, the latest round, its ninth, by the way, the SEAL uh, recipients, uh, rounded out a trio of TV shows, and it included HBO Max's, uh, and just like that, NBC's Ordinary Joe, and Hulu's Only Murders in the Building. That a lot of people have really liked. Dee and I need to give that another shot. We watched it once and didn't quite click. I hear it takes a little while to get on. Yeah, on and, and a lot of them do. You know, a lot of these streaming things, yeah, you have to give it a little bit of a shot or maybe a, a second time. But I thought it was interesting, The Eternals and Hawkeye, and then those three uh, TV shows. Well, especially that Hawkeye series was so into the idea that he could not hear. Right. Yeah, it was. Well, and you think really of, well of, you know, I mean, Coda. What an amazing oh, movie. Oh, I'm just, so glad that one. Best oh, I'm not kidding. If you have not seen Coda, go see it while hopefully you can still see it on it, the big it screen. It is on the big screen. Yeah. Uh, Renfield is wrapping up filming this week, and it stars next week's big hits. Uh, it's a movie called Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Nicolas Cage. But in this one, he's playing Dracula in a modern-day setting. Yeah. Uh, Drac is, is like the, you know, duck out of water, or Drac out of water, I guess. Uh, Nicholas Holt plays Renfield, who is moving on with his life. He's Does he no do the Renfield laugh in there? <laughs> I knew you would figure out a way to squeeze that Does he in. do that? No, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Gee, you know. Aquafina is also in it. Um, but I think it's interesting that he says, I'm no lo- I'm not going to be your trusty servant anymore, Drac. I'm going on. So he's not going to eat spiders and look for bigger lives all the time? <laughs> Maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. Aquafina also stars in this. Okay. So it's got to be funny, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Aquafina? Are you kidding uh, me? The only bad news is just they just finished wrapping up filming, and it's a year out. So it'll be April 14th. Okay. So next week, when we are convened, and you're going to be talking about Nicolas Cage in that great movie, Yeah. I went out to see it. Yeah. 
and I was at the wrong theater, but it oh, weren't it right. weren't my fault. No, oh, I, I know. Be, you know, it was crazy when because you can see something coming, and I said, "Please let everyone know yeah. that it's at the Gateway and not Jordan Commons." And they like oh, so, like half of the people got it because it was on Facebook or something, and then half of us did not. And I was at Patrick was there other uh, when I walked up and I said. Uh, I'm here for the, uh, you know, and they looked at me and they said, oh, you you and several other people, and we are so sorry, but it's not here. It's downtown at Gateway. And well, so. you, you dodged a bullet because that screening was an absolute mess. They had no seats set aside for the critics. So I sat Don't on they know who literally we are? the front row <laughs> yeah. looking straight up Nicolas Cage's nostrils well, there you trying go. to enjoy this movie, and I, I just... It was so unnerving that yeah. I need to go back and see it again. Does this still have 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? They're promoing it that way. Uh, but I haven't looked to see. I can I see what they're talking about because it's pretty cool, but yeah. I think my expectations were a little higher. Uh, yeah, I hate that because that, that can so easily happen. And with all the distractions in the yeah. theater, it was it was. Yeah, you hear the hype and everybody's raving and Rotten Tomatoes and everything else. And then you go see it and you go, well, yeah, that's a really good movie. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, uh, how the Fast and the Furious franchise's future could look very different. Okay. So well, it used to be car chases. Yeah, and that's what they're saying. Spy. They are revealing a surprising place where they want to take this, and they mentioned that exact same it. thing. No, 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 no. This will be more. Uh, but they say after the upcoming 10th and 11th films, 11th film, you know, starting back and forth, it was street racing, you know. And yeah. then they got into where, you know, cars are leaping from building to building right. and, and everything else. So they're really looking at bringing it back to its roots. Oh. So will they be successful? And uh, the big kahunas on this movie say, honestly, I think going forward, we'd actually like to go smaller. We'd like to kind of start to go back to where we started. I think there's an interesting way to go. I like to zig and then zag. I like to try and do something different, and I think that's what audiences demand this day. So it sounds like they're going to reel it back in a bit. Oh, that would be good. I yeah, guess. that would be fun. It, it was fun in the old days because you go, you know, if you're down in the L.A. area or whatever, you, you could know guys like this. Yeah, they go out and street race yeah. all the time. yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is in its final days of shooting. I'm hoping for great things there. Uh, James Gunn insists this is the last Guardian for him. Yeah. But, you know, never say never in Hollywood. They have a new character. That I don't know who he was, but he was in the last scene of the you know the closing credits. Adam Warlock, but whoever. Um, but no one is revealing what this is about, except Zoe Saldana says James Gunn has written... A beautiful script, wow. calling it bittersweet. They've had lots of emotions on set. Gunn says this is the last time we will see this group together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, May 5th of 2023 is the date. Batista is likely done because he's already said, yeah. and I've enjoyed this character, but I think I'm done. But who else of this group? I mean, you think that probably somebody's going to die here. Maybe. Usually when they're kind of making this kind of announcement, there is usually a real shakeup. Which is kind of sad because... As long as it's not Groot. Groot Well, we've already chopped Groot up once. We can't have him go And then we've had him grow back at least. And then, you know, Rocket, we don't want... I think maybe Saldana, maybe. 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 Gamora. uh, Yeah, and, and maybe Batista's character. 
Yeah, well, so. that'd be enough. All right, Warner Brothers. What are they looking for for their DC universe? They're looking for a Kevin Feige. That's what they want. It's and, Feige. Well, it, it's pronounced Feige with a J. I looked it up in the interviews and everything. It's Feige. That's the first time I've heard it pronounced yep. that way. Kevin Feige and with a J. Yeah. And he's let everybody just call him Feig? I know. Time. It's weird. It's, okay. Yeah, because I, I wanted to make sure I got it right, and I went to the interviews and then also the proper pronunciation. They say Kevin Feige. Really? So anyway, so that that's what they're looking for. They're looking for somebody like him who could oversee the DC movies and the TV shows. And they're saying that, you know, they're kind of frustrated because, you know, the DC universe is so amazing. Right. I mean, it, it truly Superman is. Superman and Batman. Well, I'm much more familiar, and I was not a comic book freak, but I'm much more familiar with the characters in the DC universe than I ever was with anybody in the Marvel universe. And they've shortchanged them on every level. Exactly. And Marvel has been so much better. You know, and so anyway, they're looking to get the DC property on track once again. They're looking for a creative and strategic czar. There's a handful of DC movies and shows in development, and uh, they're they're hoping that they can find somebody like Kevin who can make the difference there. Well, so I know they've didn't Discovery. It's now Discovery Warner Media, and the new guy from Discovery says we're going to cut costs. And like that's the first red flag when they say that. Yeah. Uh, but we need a, a Kevin, and uh, it just feels like another disaster coming. I know. Okay. Have you got anything more? Nope, that's it. All right, that's it for Movie News. The Movie Show. What a piece of junk. She'll make .5 past light speed. She may not look like much, but she's got it where it counts, kid. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 11... Thanks all for, you know, for all month long. I when feel the- like that little animal in the... Fantastic beast that bows. The bows. I thought you were thinking of the little animal called Scrat. Oh, no. That's kind of what Steve reminds me of, Scrat, you know, with his little acorn, except over here it's a little, you know, muffin. Ooh, those little Greek. I know. Ooh, those are really, really good. The commish herself. That's what that's we're doing That's who I'm here. bowing to. The, the commish bow. is here with us. Virginia, good to see you. I know. Good to see you guys. You so know, good to be here. We, we were just talking about movies obviously being shot in Utah, which is kind of your business. That's kind of my thing. That's kind of that's kind of her thing. Yeah. That's you how know? she rolls. <laughs> yeah, that's how she rolls, bringing movies to the great state of, you know, beehivism. Why yes. not? There we go. I like it. And we've got to talk about what's happening right now down in Payson. Yeah, because you're getting Payson. closer to Eureka. We are getting closer. Yeah. It's, you yeah, know, it's how far is Payson from Eureka? Oh, it's probably about a 27-mile oh. drive. All right. Okay. To We're Eureka. close. She's yeah. Rand McNally. Are you sure? <laughs> you're, getting, you're, getting, you're getting closer. Well, you know, Payson's about seven miles from Santa Quinn. Santa Quinn's about 20 miles carry from Eureka. One. So carry the one, divide Steve, and, you know, and you got it. So what's happening in Payson? So Payson is the best Christmas ever. It's a Netflix show that we're still in Christmas. I don't know if you... You yeah. thought we were done, but we're not. <laughs> what we were talking about, it was inevitable because for years, Hallmark has had the virtual monopoly mm-hmm. on kind of low-budget Christmas. Yeah. And, and now they're yeah. not even so low-budget. Lifetime and, and Amazon. Lifetime was the first one, I think, that right. jumped on. And then Amazon and Netflix and really everybody's, everybody's Whoever came up it. with Christmas in July is like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I know. Well, and now I think it's interesting, too, because they're – they're planning farther ahead. They're spending more money. They're actually shooting 
in the you know somewhat of a winter season. Yeah. So this show stars Jason Biggs and okay. Heather Graham and Brandy. Lots of good '90s, 2000s names. No Debbie yeah. Gibson. I know no Debbie Gibson, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, but it's um, very charming script, and they're shooting right downtown Payson, Main Street. They're shooting in the park. I'm sure if anyone is is from around there, you've probably seen it because they've decorated the park. Yeah, to, well, those to the gills. Are yeah, and feet the tall. Main Street, and it looks great. Well, the first thing I asked you is, is it going to be on Main Street? Because Main Street Payson is really cool. It is really cool. And we took the mayor, Mayor Bill Wright, yep. over to the set yesterday, and he just had a good time seeing. And he was telling his staff, he's like, oh, I, I like the way they decorate. Let's do this next Christmas. Yeah, the that's staff right. staff was like, oh, great. Now, yeah. you know, now I've got more to do next Christmas. Or better yet, <laughs> just have them leave it here. I know. You know we'll just plug it in. Yeah, I know. You should. Christmas all year round. You were mentioning this is like, what, an $8 million movie? Yeah, it's a big show. And, you know, Netflix is notorious for, you know, quality and throwing money at stuff. And they have gotten in the Christmas bandwagon, and this is the latest. And you could definitely tell when you walk on the set, you know, the many, many trucks and lots of crew, lots of great local crew. Because we're in that little bit of a shoulder season for film. We don't have a ton being shot right now, so... The crew, who may usually work on giant things. In fact, I saw a lot of 1883 hats and a lot of Yellowstone hats. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll um, bet. So those guys were all, you know, jumping on this one. They come down from Montana. They sure do, (laughs) because they live in Utah. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, they went up to Montana, and now they come home. (laughs) We want them back. Yeah, I know. I talked to them about that. I mean, they, they, they definitely are thinking, you know, is this new incentive going to allow me to work at home instead of working out of state. So right, right. It'd be interesting to see. Wouldn't how that be that something plays if uh, yeah. Yellow Boy Montana would be ticked? Well, I know. I, I I will say to all the listeners, I I think Yellowstone's pretty set in Montana. They've they've yeah. got a good thing up there now. But Paramount is very interested in bringing one of uh, you know Taylor Sheridan's other shows back yeah. to Utah. They're very excited about that. And then you know we talked about a Costner uh, film. You yeah. know, uh, I think two months ago you were giving yeah. us a little heads up. And has that solidified yet? It is very close. He's yeah. actually back in Utah, looking at um, more locations and narrowing down kind of where the you know what we call the hero shot, the main location of the film. Well, you haven't pulled the ace out of your sleeve yet, <clears throat> which of course is Eureka. I haven't. As soon as as soon as Kev finds but Eureka. What county is Eureka in? Eureka is in Juab County. Oh, it is in Juab, so it is rural. It, it is oh, counted as absolutely rural. Absolutely rural. Okay, I'll let him know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. And Doug yeah. will kick in a little incentive. You know? Well, is there an incentive? I go 30, Wright 40 show? bucks, and I could <laughs> buy him lunch at B's Hangout. Right? You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that alone should that get alone, him there. That alone should B's, do it. Is that B E A? No, it's just B. Oh, just the letter B. Because it's Brandon. B, apostrophe S, <laughs> hang out, and then a little B in the logo. Oh, that's adorable. That is so cute. Mm-hmm. We need to mm-hmm. we need to go down there, do yep. a show. From we do. Bees. From Eureka. Eureka. I like that. You're going to sponsor this? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, the commission is going I'll to, drive you, know, you down in our uh, state vehicle. Ooh. <laughs> well, state nowadays, visit. that's a big perk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I know, right? $85 to, <laughs> you know, the other day I went in to fill, you know, I have an F-150. and it has mm-hmm. a big tank. And so I'm in there cranking away, watching you know, $10, $20, $30, $40, $50. And, I, and I'm doing the calculation. I'm going to go, this is going to cost me like $135 to fill my tank. Oh, yeah. 
but it stopped at a hundred. It won't let you go above, and it used to. They so, won't let you spend more than a hundred dollars at the gas tank. Are they? Are they rationing? Maybe it's just your card, Doug. It's, it's yeah, or right. just you. It's, it's just his face facial ID on the cut weird him off at 100. thing. Yeah, <laughs> cut this guy off at a hundred. We've seen his balance before. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Payson. Yes. You were telling us that out of the eight million dollar budget, four million is being divested of in Utah. Yeah. So that's local vendors, that's equipment rentals, that's obviously cast and crew that they hire here. Right. I mean they were telling us we're buying our hams from the you know, the place uh, on Main Street. We're getting yeah. our ice cream from you know, right downtown, the producer was like, I wish that ice cream weren't so good because I would love to not eat it every day. But yeah. here we are. You know, I just so I think that goes a long way. I mean, that's really where you start. Well, that's to the thing the that people, you know, we've talked about this with the incentive money. They go, yeah, I'm just going to go back to the fat cats in Hollywood. No, nah, it has to be spent here. Right. Yeah. And then, as you mentioned, this new incentive is focused on rural Utah. Yeah. Yeah, so now, what about extras for this film? You said they might need some extras. They, Steve's looking for a little side gig. They're definitely still looking for extras. I think they've got a couple more days in Payson and other places next week. And um, the best place to get information about that is probably... it's probably City Hall? Or? No, well, there's a, a Facebook page called... Utah filmmakers, and they usually post on that. But I will, you know, I'll post on our Facebook page, Utah Film Commission Facebook. I'll post some information about how to get. Because that would be fun for the people down in Payson. And they're always looking for more people. You know, they need people in the crowd and people to watch the concert and people to pretend like they're shopping on Main Street. If they're looking for the town derelict, I mean, Steve's available. (laughs) Back off, mister. (laughs) Dead bodies. Both Steve and I would be good at dead bodies. Especially Doug. They need somebody splayed out on the street, you know? I can do a leg twist. Yeah. (laughs) So what else is going on in the great state? Well, we have um, a really cool program that we were, I thought we were going to get launched today, but it looks like it'll be Monday or Tuesday where we're going to, we have some great local partners. We're um, offering six apprenticeships in the film industry. And they're all focused on a specific area. So sound, camera, special effects, um, editing, content creation, and kind of a general production one. All with local production studios and like Roundy Special Effects is one of the biggest special effects companies, honestly, in the country. They do huge movies and are based in Utah. Um, But they also do, you know, they, I saw that their truck on uh, this best Christmas ever and they're offering this apprenticeship. So it's a three month paid um, part-time apprenticeship. So it's a great opportunity for people who are trying to break in, get that next step, level up, um, get some experience, meet some people. And that information will be on our website and on all of our social media channels, probably Monday or Tuesday. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, it's fun to hear, you know, like Kevin Costner's movie. Hopefully, ultimately, that'll get absolutely locked down to have Netflix, you know, spending the bigger bucks on a Mm -hmm. Christmas movie right there in Payson, Utah, to have some of the other opportunities that uh, that are out there. You know, Steve and I have a, a lot of friends, and, you know, our, our friend Kent, we, we see him oh, yeah. in extras. You know, you see people that really, you know, have more traditional chops in acting. You know, Craig Clyde and everybody else, sure. we see them out in, Casey in the movies. Clyde was awesome. Yeah, Casey, we've seen him. And it's it's really fun yeah, to see our, fun. our Utah actors and just regular folks have the chance to be yeah. in a movie as an extra. I know. Yep. It's a good little side gig. Now, anything else kind of up your sleeve maybe that you're talking about down the road? Uh, 
Well, you know. next. So what will next? Where are we? April? Next <laughs> month in May, we'll be able to talk about what's coming next. So we got a ton of applications for this new funding. Right. And um, we'll know by next month what's really moving forward. I think there's going to be some exciting Oh, that's great. Busy summer, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. Virginia, it's always so good to see you. So good to see you guys. It's great to be live and in color in person here. This is is fun. With donuts? With donuts. We have donuts and we have muffins and you need to partake. (laughs) This is good stuff. I will. All right. Virginia, thanks for dropping by. Yeah, thanks. It's always so good to see you from the Utah Film Commission. We have the commission herself. Virginia Pierce. The Movie Show. Your little girlfriend gave me the stink eye in art class yesterday. Katrina's not my girlfriend, all right? And I doubt that she gave you the stink eye. That's just the way her face looks, you know? That's just her face. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The Movie Show today is coming to you from My Hearing Centers. It's always so much fun to have a commish here. You know, cool Virginia. things She's going on. Yeah, you know, we've had some great film commissioners. I mean, you look at Marshall Moore and, and, and others, you know. Oh, that yeah. It, it, we have been very, very fortunate. Von was amazing. Oh, uh, Lee Von Der Esch was a really good she, friend. She was so cool. She was wonderful. And, you know, so we've, we've been really fortunate. And these folks go out there, and they are just heart and soul invested in bringing Utah to the big screen and bringing, you know, the, the, the enormous Hollywood dollars to Utah. They come in and they dump truckloads of, of money and then they go home. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's amazing. Talk about a good Dell. Well, ecologically sound as well. And ecologically sound. That's right. You know, seriously, I mean, I saw that firsthand. You know, when uh, when uh, Salma Hayek was uh, down uh, literally in Eureka doing a movie, how much was left behind? Do you get paid every time you say Eureka? Every time. Okay. Every time. Mayor Deaver just writes out another check for 49 cents. It's it's amazing. And that adds up. It does. I probably made, what, 15 bucks? 18.50 since 18. Exactly. In the last half hour. <laughs> but, you know, seriously, they, they when they use somebody's house, they, they paint it. Yeah, the way they, they want actually it. improve it, and then they paint it back to the way you want it. Oh, and really? Yeah, oh yeah. It's 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 incredible, and you know the the effect that's left on Main Street, you know, is is just amazing. Plus, you know, the local restaurants, the local whatever watering holes. I mean, you name it. Gas stations, everybody benefits. Okay, meanwhile, back at the ranch. It is 1025. <laughs> Should I mention Eureka again to get another 47 cents? <laughs> oh, I was actually going to ask, what's a, what's a watering hole? A watering hole is a nice Utah way of saying the bar. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Belly up watering, watering hole. hole. Yeah, that's. Why did I not know that? Yeah, I, well, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking down in Eureka, I was thinking cows and. Cow, well, that too, you know, so in the salt lick. The movie show. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Before we review the movie Father Stew, and I'm so intrigued by the cast in this movie, I have to admit. Let's get a little sound from the movie called Father Stew. Your son is about to make a huge mistake. Well, I'm going to be a priest. For Halloween. I'm praying for you, Bill. Don't you dare. You're violating my right. There's no easy way to deliver this news. You have a progressive muscle disorder. Man don't lose when he gets knocked down, but when he won't get up. Boy, you can hear Mel Gibson's voice there. 
No, absolutely. It is distinct. You know, I have to admit I'm intrigued by this movie. Well, it's set in Butte, Montana. This is a real-life person, Father Stu. Uh, He was a college football player, uh, you know, kind of a rough-and-tumble guy, and he decided, well, he was a boxer, was 15-2, and you know, a decent little local boxer, you know, kept getting his bell rung, and, and finally... He says, this is, I'm getting my butt kicked, and I'm not enjoying it. So he moves to L.A. He said, Mom, I'm going to go be an actor. Oh, yeah. And and you think immediately, Mark Wahlberg, okay, this is going to be funny. Well, he goes, and he meets this beautiful young woman who uh, is a member of the Catholic Church. And he's like, whatever it takes, I love this woman so much, I want to be a Catholic. Yeah. And he goes through the process. And suddenly, he sort of realizes, he has an epiphany, a moment where... Uh, he really has a, a spiritual experience. And then he, I mean, they're getting really close, but he tells her, I think I want to be a priest. Oh, well, that kind of does something to the relationship. Exactly. She goes, what? You know, I've been in all of this and now you're going to go, you know, that's messed up. And so everybody's trying to talk him out of it, but he's adamant. And he, he visits his father and he actually goes to borrow his truck because he has an audition for one of his stupid parts before he be, decides to become a priest and his dad is just you know it's mel and he's rough and gruff and yeah. the language this is the warning there's language throughout uh even when actually when Stu becomes a priest although he, he does have such a problem with language that the catholic church is like dude we can't ordain you because <laughs> right. you've got to tone it down yeah and but people listen to him yeah and here's the thing that is amazing to me so everybody else is putting on fat suits and whatnot. Mark Wahlberg put on 30, 40, 50 pounds. I don't know what it was, but it, it was real. And when he loses, you know, in the uh, trailer there, it said that he was starting to lose some motor skills. He was in a wheelchair for a while, and he put on weight. Wow. I mean, you can tell in his face. Yeah. And then his devotion to God was unbelievably interesting. I just thought it was so cool how he still had that gruff kind of way of talking. But his devotion to his religion and to helping people actually started to affect even Mel's character. Interesting. And his mom. And where this goes, is, it's really something pretty cool. And I, I'm just going to say this out loud and and don't yell at me, but Mark Wahlberg, this might be the best thing he's ever done. Wow. Good. And he was actually nominated for an Academy Award. Remember Boogie Nights? Yeah. I think he was nominated for that. But this. Well, is, you know, he's talked about his faith before. Yeah. You know, he's talked about. You That's know. how he met his wife. Yeah. He said, hey, would you like to go to church with me? And she said, yeah. Yeah. So it works here because both Mark and Father Stu were so dedicated to their uh, religion. And what a perfect movie for the weekend. I mean, except the, the R is for language throughout. Yeah. And it's it's a little rough. I'm so. curious, when, when he's actually ministering, preaching, whatever, yeah. is, is it in a prison environment? Is uh, it? There's a couple of instances where, you know, he's with another priest and the, he's, you know, very pious, the other guy. And the prisoner's like, man, you have no idea what you're talking about. And he goes, all right, I got this. And Father Stu starts saying, look, you guys are a bunch of, you know, what? Yeah. You know, really. And they're like, whoa. Yeah. And he goes, look, you either fix your life or you just stay here forever. What do you want to do? What do you so this be? part, the preaching part, is this staged in L.A. or up in Butte? L.A., although he ends up going back to Butte when he's physically unable to move yeah. around. And uh, there's an important point because the Catholic Church will not allow him to be ordained. But he's still committed. Yeah. Uh, and you'll, wow. s- you'll see where this goes. And it's actually very, uh, just very touching. I was In theaters shocked. now? 
how much I enjoy this. Theaters? Theaters, yes. Theaters only. Uh, I, it is rated R, like I said, language throughout, but I gave it a solid B. And I, I don't know if we're going to hear about Mark Wahlberg at the end of the year yeah. for Best Actor, but he, he might have earned one here. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a little early for that. It is. It you is know, and, and I hate that. You know, there ought to be a mechanism where these great performances that happen in the first quarter or in the first half of the year get the same recognition. But Although, but think about Coda. Coda I know Coda. Coda but, you know, it's been such a unique couple of years yeah, that I, I, I think that. And then people are going to go, Mark Wahlberg, no. We couldn't possibly. But, but you know, yeah. the cage, who knows? I mean, it's a great. <laughs> Everything's gone bizarro world. Yeah, well, and, and, and Mark Wahlberg for well, best even actor. if if you'd said Will Smith years ago, yeah, you would have gone. Are you kidding me? Fresh you mean that Prince kid on? You know, yeah, Fresh Prince of yeah, No yeah. Way. Okay, it is, and the title again is Father Stu. Father Stu out in theaters. Wide release. The movie show. Get off my lawn. Did you hear me? I said get off my lawn now. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Engine arms and better grow. <laughs> I always feel irreverent if I step on, you know, you know, Clint while he's singing. Well, he'd hunt you down. Yeah, he would hunt you down. You know, I think it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for a little telephone torture, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, right now, we're looking for caller number... Seriously? Yep. We're looking I for... I can't even say it out Caller way. number... Yes? Six. Six. We're looking for caller number six because we have fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. And remember, if you have won anything in the last 90 days, you out. No dice. And, you know, we want everybody to have a fair shot at winning a prize every now and then. So here we go. We're looking for caller number six. And we have, and I've got the update here from Jeff the Whipple. I'm just looking at this. Oh, yeah, I remember. It's the regular prize. That's the first one. The regular prize. And then we have the Fantastic Beasts prize. prize. And then we have the children's prize. the children's thing where they yeah, have the ten the, movies for ten dollars, and they, there are four passes. So if you have right. a family of four, so there, there you go. I was just looking that up quickly. And so they're I, they're not at all the theaters; they're at select theaters. So you have right. got to go online to uh, megaplextheaters.com uh, to find out which place they're going to do. Okay, that. so let's find out who our first loser is. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi, you're a loser. Oh, wow. <laughs> Winning friends and just, influencing just people. Just kind of went right there, didn't we? And Gustavo's going to push the button just to make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Brutal. Brutal. All right, we go back to the uh, f- phone line, and this is caller number two. And uh, hi, who's this? Hello? This is Matt. Matt. <laughs> Matt. Well, it's not Matt Deering because he's not on. Well, I don't know. He is on the phone over there. Are you calling in on telephone? He's a ventriloquist. Are you calling in on telephone torture over there, Matt? No, no I was trying to guess the next movie we're going to review. Oh, so. okay. All right. Well, Matt, you too are fill in the blank. A loser. Uh-huh, Gustavo. Let's just confirm that. You didn't win the prize? You know what that means? It means you have no skills and you're a loser! Uh-huh. Ah! It's just that simple. And wow. now we go back. Call- I know. Ooh, wow. Number three. Hey. Caller is on the line. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Who's this? 
click. <laughs> it counts. It yep. counts. We actually heard some guttural message there. So, Gustavo, even though he's not here to fully savor and enjoy being a loser, let's let's let him have it. Because losing sucks. Yep, yep. Carl just puts it right on the bottom line. And now back to the phone line, which is KSL Talking. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Rich. Rich, you're caller number four. So what does that make you? I'm a loser. Oh, it's so true, and I can hear the anguish in your voice, Gustavo. He needs some comfort. Go ahead. Your best. Losers always whine about their best. (laughs) He's back. There he's back. Okay, now we go. This will be the final loser on the show today. Thank goodness. (laughs) What do you mean, thank goodness? Well, I thought we'd run out of listeners by now, but okay. this This is a great segment. Okay. You know, sponsored by a big, big company, Megaplex Theaters, and they true. know quality when they have it right there yeah. in the palm of their hand. I've seen Blake's eye roll. Yeah. yeah I know. He goes, are we still sending checks to these guys? Okay. Hi. Who's this? Hello? Earth to loser. Oh. Oh, we got to get some little squeak out of this loser. Are, are, are you there? <laughs> You so now that you've you know set the stage, well, for I'm him, assuming it's a, it's a he. It might be a she, but the, the, they're such a loser they can't even you know. And we we well, need to, so shocked that you're talking to him like this. We need to <laughs> we need to hear something. Oh, so that doesn't count. So oh, this person no. is going to be the fifth loser. Should have been the winner thanks to that last loser. Victory snatched from the jaws. I know. Hi, who's this? Hello. Told you we'd run out. Hello. Hi. You know, you would have been the winner if that last guy had just said, oh, oh. man. I know. It's painful, isn't it? But it you're still. Painful. You know, we have very strict rules on this show because, you know, we, we just stick to protocol. So you are a. Lose, a two-time loser. This is Matt again. Matt again. Oh. Matt's quick on the fingers. Oh, he let's... could have been the comeback kid. I know. He could have been the comeback kid. But you're not. You're a loser. Okay. Go ahead. Wow, this is a rough day for Matt. <laughs> really grind that one in. <laughs> okay. And this person should have just been floating in the ozone and not even had a shot in the world. But they're going to be the big wiener. And hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi. How you doing? I am doing great. You are doing peachy keen because you are a big wiener. Of course you are. A celebratory. Uh, you that way too much. A celebratory wiener out there. Okay, now what's your name? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, because you are a big wiener, you're going to choose between the traditional gift, which is, of course, two tickets and two drinks and a tub of popcorn, or a special package with, you know, fantastic beasts and being able to go see that and, you know, extra perks, or you get the family passes so you can take, uh, you know, four kids to ten movies this summer. Yeah, if my grandkids were closer, I'd get the family package. But I think we'll go for the Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. There we have it, ladies and gentlemen. And it's Jeffrey, is that right? With a G or a J? Yeah. Jeffrey with a J or J? J. J. Jeffrey with a J. That is allowed. You are a big wiener. And now how do we make all the losers feel better about themselves? Welcome, Frank Sinatra. Yep. Can't you just see Frank belting this out here? Bless him all. Ah, just beautiful. If 
why I didn't get it right the first time. That's right. Take. We got it right. Okay, big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters for telephone torture. Yeah, good sports. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, no kidding. <laughs> Talk about a high. The Movie Show. And 11.60 a.m. The Movie Show here at KSL News Radio. Yes, it's Friday, and the Movie Show is here. We're, yes. we're kind of that anecdote to the week. We're the buffer between <laughs> your hell week and the weekend. Really? Right. Yeah. So have you are you saying you've had a bad week? Still? No, it, it was a busy, <clears throat> busy week. Busy week. Yeah. Well, for a lot of people. Yeah, so no, that's I, why we're here. That's right. A little comic relief at the end of the week. <laughs> All right. Hey, we've got a lot to talk about on the movie show today. We still have the movie show top ten. It's, you know, that thread is looming, looming <laughs> over it. Looming. <laughs> that, that thread is still out there. And let's see, what else do we have? We have all kinds of stuff. But you, you wanted to talk about Outer Range, and I have to tell you, your description of Outer Range was intriguing to me. Do we have any sound on this? I think so. Okay, let's, uh, let's get a little sound from whatever this is, Outer Range. I'm looking for the Abbott Ranch. Yeah, we're not a tourist ranch. Why are you here? You see that? I've been drawing it for years, and now I see it all over the place here. What's your west pasture? Because I want your west pasture. My west. You tell me. Something's happening here. Something bigger than you and me. And the world's been waiting for something like this. What is this? You know, stranger you know, days or things? Strange, strange. Uh, it's, it's a kind of a... Well, it, it's called Outer Range. It is eight episodes, two each Friday, beginning today, on Amazon Prime Video. Okay, that's the setup. It is set in Wyoming on two ranches, and you, all of a sudden you're thinking, okay, sounds like Yellowstone. One of them is the Abbots, and it's run by Josh Brolin and his wife, Lily Taylor. Okay. And the other one is Will Patton's ranch, the Tillerson Ranch. And he was Jamie's father in Yellowstone. Sure. But he's all, you know, tubed up and everything, laying on this bed. I call him the Hudsucker Cowboy. Yeah. Because, But he's just whacked. I mean, and he's got two, well, three sons and uh, and a wife that shows up halfway through the series. So um, it's it, on one side, it's a really good kind of a cowboy story about yeah. two brooding, you know, Families fighting. Are they over, feuding? Well, they're fighting over this one section of land. Uh, the Tillersons believe that they drew the lines wrong way back in whenever, and that this west pasture that they're fighting over belongs to him. And they still have to go to court about it. I guess. I mean, eight episodes in, they they haven't figured out what to do with that. But um, Josh Brolin goes out there and he finds this big black hole. I mean, it's just, it feels like it's just mist in there, and it's perfectly round. I would guess about 40 feet in diameter, yeah. so it's pretty good size. And, you know, he just, like, stares into it. And you're like, okay, what's the deal? Why is he just looking at it? And at one point, another a young woman comes out and wants to just camp out on the ranch. And, the, and he goes, yeah, you can go ahead. And the family's like, are you nuts? She, she doesn't belong here, you know. But she knows something's going on. It's almost like the Devil's Tower yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, where they're feeling the draw. Exactly. Yeah. She's feeling the draw to something out there. And so this mystery, it's like this supernatural mystery inside a cowboy show. And well, you know, a 40-foot 
perfectly round circle is just about right for a flying saucer. Well, I, that's the thing. You don't know what in the heck is going on here. And at one point, like at the beginning of the, the first episode, he's standing next to it, talking to her. She shoves him in the hole. What? Yeah. And it, it just falls in slow motion. And you're like, what is going on here? And then the next morning, he wakes up on the outside of the hole. His back's all scratched up. But he's just like, he not, doesn't tell his family. And the whole time, you're like, what in the world mm. is going on here? And it seems like the Tillerson guy seems to have had an experience a long time ago, but he's either forgotten about it or just kind of set it aside. And this is modern day, I'm yeah, assuming. Oh, yeah, this, yeah is, okay. this is current right. day. Yeah. One of the sons is a, you know, a, a legendary cowboy in the area. He's you know, a, a bull rider. Yeah. So it has all that, and yet there's this mysterious hole out in the middle. One guy talks about, well, I, I swear I saw a mastodon out there. Mastodon? Yeah. Wow. And so there might be some kind of a time-shifty thing going on with this yeah. thing. You just don't know. And I've watched, there, there are two episodes each Friday for the next four weeks. I've seen all eight of them, and I'm still not sure what the heck is going on. But you get glimpses of things. So this is one of those where I watched the first four episodes one day, and the next morning I got up early and watched the next four episodes. It's one of those bingy, yeah, you yeah. just kind of have to watch it. But I'm not at the end of it. I'm not sure what the heck I just saw. I, I'm digging the cowboy stuff, and the supernatural thing just kind of, I don't know what to make of it, to be yeah. honest. So intrigue, I, I'm giving this an incomplete because I really have no idea where they're going with this. But Josh Brolin as, yeah. as, and as Will Patton. Royal Abbott is yeah. just the coolest. He's like right out of the, wow. right out of the Dutton. So, Pretty cool. Yeah. So, and this, and, by the way, this is shot in Albuquerque, which is going to really yeah. tick off the Wyoming people. Well, that's kind of like Longmire, you know, the same thing, shot in New Mexico. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it's because they have the incentive. The, you know, those incentives, they, they matter. Anyway, so I, I'm intrigued by it. I, I, I just thought so people should know about only it. Only two seasons? Uh, or, we only have one season and two episodes per Friday. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So you'll you'll see the first, second one, and then for the next four weeks, uh, there is a season two planned. Uh, that's okay. already in the works. And uh, again, by the way, this is only on uh, Amazon Prime Video. Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. Okay. So if you have that, knock yourself out. Cool. Uh, I would rate it TVMA because there's a little bit of language and okay. there's some definite violence. It does sound cool. Isn't it amazing how many things are, no matter where they're shot, they're supposed to be happening in Wyoming and Montana. Yeah. And they are the it states right now. They really are. I kind of think that's right. I mean, almost every series, everything. I mean, you know, the Longmires, everything. Well, you think of Josh Brolin. He was in the uh, Soldado movie, which was a Taylor Sheridan movie. Yeah, that's right. And Will Patton was in Yellowstone, and now he's in this outer range. Yeah. Oh, that's I cool. don't know. It's crazy. Okay, so the title of it again it's is Outer Range. Outer Range. Only on uh, Amazon Prime Video. The Movie Show. And what's with black? It's depressing. Looks like you're going to a funeral. Maybe I am. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, we're looking at a picture where a woman is having a conversation with a mallard. Well, well, what are we watching? Uh, this is an Apple TV Plus series um, called Roar, and it is an anthology about women, what they feel is happening to them oh, today. Okay. Like a woman being put on a shelf, you know, like a trophy wife yeah. or yeah. 
in a board meeting with a bunch of guys. It's called the woman who disappears, and no one, all the guys are talking, but they don't hear her, and it's all allegorical. So it looks like what in the heck is going on here? But it is fascinating. All right, all right, yeah, you you were mentioning that. Uh... A little while ago. By the way, is Nicole Kidman just, is it required by Hollywood law that she be in every other movie now? I'll tell you what, though. She's in the second episode. It's called The Woman Who Eats Photographs. And her mother has Alzheimer's, played by Judy Davis, the great Australian actress. And the guy that's in The Mentalist, I forget his name, Simon Baker, plays her husband. This is a beautiful story about how mom is starting to lose it. And she's feeling like she has to remember everything. And the allegory is that she eats photographs out of the album and has these flashes of memory whoa and it's really well done so i was in the same I thought, when oh, i crap. saw her in the northman i went are you kidding oh that's me? true yeah she's in that too. gee she's the the you know aquaman's mom she's she's in every movie out there yeah and she's in roar also and she's in roar also but her performance in roar is steve is i her- know this is the moment you wait for in the show every week oh dear it is, and and you're let her, not let her rip. You're not the only one. There are two more, from what I understand, who wait for this sponsored segment by our. Don't try to sugarcoat it. Our friends at Call Climate Services, the people. Now we're in this transitionary period. Make sure your air conditioning is working. Make sure that your furnace is going to get you through the rest of the season and we'll be ready for next season by calling Scott Call at Call Climate Services. And yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. <clears throat> well, I'll, I'll just go. <laughs> Are you praying over there? And now, ladies and gentlemen, I noticed Matt went running out the door doing everything but screaming. He was doing this, too. I know. He brought out the garlic cloves and the silver <laughs> cross. and the. Okay. It is time for the movie show. <gasps> oh, no. Top. Went deep. Ten. What are you signifying by having your finger crash into the table? It sounded like a bomb was coming in. Which finger was that, by the way? The right one. This one? Oh, yeah. It is time for the Movie Show Top Ten, sponsored by Call Climate Services, as I scramble to turn the pages so I can get to the Movie Show Top Ten. Okay, number ten is Sing Two. I'm so glad this is doing so well. And, you know, almost $164 million domestically. International numbers on that. It's almost 240 to foreign, so it's just gone over $400 million Man, worldwide. Isn't that cool? I love this movie. It's it's nice when a good oh, movie and is, this is in the, um, rewarded. The 10 movies for $10. Oh, yeah. They're going to be showing that at the Megaplex Theaters yeah, during the summertime. This is one of their films. I love what they do. You know, they come up with, and then they have two different experiences, traditional movie experience right, right. for the kids. But then they have one, if you have a child that uh, is, uh, you know, troubled by higher sound or flashing lights, you know, or whatever, they'll, right. they'll keep the lights up a little bit. It's kind of a sensory experience. Exactly. It's really amazing. Yeah, that's All right. really cool. So number nine is Dog. This is, uh, you know, at first I'm going, oh, I don't know where this is going. But, you know, it, it finally got me where this service dog is being taken back to the, the sadly, we, we have a gold star family here. Yeah. The, the dog's trainer, master, whatever the term is, is being laid to rest, and they want the dog there. But the dog is scheduled for not a real good outcome after that. Yeah. 
but decommissioned yeah but oh man what they're sweet sweet and there are some scenes in there that if you don't choke up oh my goodness number eight is spider-man no way home i mean we're well over 800 million dollars domestically the international numbers have we hit two billion yet we're close we're at 1.892 billion dollars so you know, we're, I don't know. Well, if they ever open up China to this movie, it'll, it'll just 108, be bing. 108 million away from going over the yeah. top. Uh, number seven, Uncharted. This is a movie that both Steve and I were disappointed in. It's done okay, not killer, but okay at about $145 million. Yeah, another, but 241.4, and it's at 384. I know. That's, that ain't bad. Everything, everywhere, all at. What is this? All at once. All at it didn't skip, <laughs> spell out once. Yeah, there I'm going. This at. is the Michelle Yao movie where she's uh, in the multiverse. Oh, that's right. It's very multiversey. Okay. Oh, there's the once on the next page. Oh, there you go. There we go. That that's all that. The Batman, uh, over 360 million domestically. That's in six weeks. 377 foreign. It's at 737. 737. Yeah. Wow. Uh, number four is ambulance. Oh my goodness! Holy cow! Does this this is the longest, not car? Well, it's a car chase, I suppose. Everything's chasing everything in Through this the movie. The uncrowded streets of Los Angeles. Oh yeah, where it's always easy to get up to speed, and you don't everywhere. have to. And then you do surgery on somebody. We're full hands in the chest type thing. Yeah, right. Uh, it's hilarious. Anyway, oh yeah, Michael Bay. Oof. Uh, number and three. By the way, it tanked. I yeah. Mean, did ten domestic, twenty-two foreign, thirty-three. This is lay bad. That's not even recouping their. I know. Budget. <laughs> Promotional budget. The Lost City. We were both disappointed in this. It's not terrible, but it sure ain't great. It wants to be romancing the stone so badly. And it's not. It's not. Yeah. Morbius. This is so dark. And, boy, talk about anti-hero. And maybe we'll see some redemption in Morbius, too. But, man, he uh, he dispatches a lot of folks to stay alive. And on top of that, this is Marvel, you know, the... the um the reputation that they have yeah. is why it's at 59 domestic, 69 foreign. This movie made $128 million, and it's garbage. I, it just it really is not great. Well, it's not great. I mean, I shouldn't yeah. say garbage. But <laughs> sweet, I heard garbage. Sauce. I heard garbage. Uh, number one, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You said this is actually pretty good. I actually yeah. didn't mind this movie. And okay. believe it or not, Jim Carrey didn't annoy me, which is miraculous. Yeah. And uh, we'll see if he's in the next one. The Movie Show. Fredo, you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You know, we've heard a lot of uh, conversation, a lot of promos about KSL's 100th uh, anniversary, which yeah. which is a really cool. Have you seen us on the big screen yet? No, I haven't yet. Have you? I have. Oh, good grief! It freaked me out. I'm like, ah. I was sitting in the front row, and I looked up, and there was two big giant Doug and Steves. Usually, when I see me, I go, "Okay, it's time to diet." <laughs> I know. Uh, the big screen puts on 150 pounds. Of course, we're standing there with Melanie, who's know, just, just delightful and gorgeous, and you know, so annoying. But you know, we are really yes, so annoying. She's so cool. But anyway, the bottom line is, is we're going to do, be doing some fun stuff with yeah. the Megaplex theaters. And uh, there are all kinds of fun things, too, that are planned. So, you know, keep listening to KSL. The big celebration, the big day is now just less than a month away on May 6th. 
but there are all kinds of events leading up to and shortly thereafter and, you know, all year long we've been celebrating. But anyway, are I Are we just, in the parade? That's all I want to know. Are we in the, well, the one in Eureka, you know, for the Tintic Silver Festival. Is that the one that just goes around the block and it looks like it's a mile long? But well, you know, when, when I was in the parade in Erda, they go up the street, then they turn around and go back down the street. I'm not kidding you. It was well, in great. Green River, they go around the block and they come back and they're like, wait a minute, that fire no, we're, we're 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 first class in Eureka. We leave from the high school, we and it's downhill. So you know, in case the engines <laughs> fail, you just coast down, and then you turn onto Church Street. So it's it's a big deal. Wow. Yeah. yeah so impressive. I can arrange for you to be in the Eureka under the parade. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pulling something <laughs> with a shovel, cleaning uh-huh. up after the horses. Exactly. Yeah, oh, horses! Now that's a good idea. We need to get some horses. Okay. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that we've got some. Great, great things, and the movie show, of course, is participating in the uh, big celebration. Okay, Stephen. Sir. We have talked about Fantastic Beasts. Yes. Yeah. I liked it about the same as you did. You know, it's okay. I'm glad I saw it. It was all right. But, boy, you know, we're, we're, in, the, we're, in, the, the, we're in the weeds on this one. You, you really kind of have to be in the nerdery and to well, really, I the, think, appreciate the it. The plot was made more sense than the other two movies. So, for me, this is the best of the three. We still have two more to go. They better come up with some yeah. better plot lines, though. And then Father Stu, you really, really liked. And I know you want to talk about uh, Choose or Die and Roar a little bit. But what about... Aline. Aline, yes. which is Celine, but they're not oh, yeah. saying can't so. can't say that. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like in uh, Primary Colors. You know, it's all about Bill Clinton, but you don't say Bill Clinton. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think we have some sound. Okay, here we go. Aline. No. Oh, that's right. It is French. We ain't got no sound, Stephen. Here's a French thing. So, uh, obviously, they don't have the rights to her story. So, instead of Celine Dion, her name is Aline Dieu. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, uh, Rene, which was her, you know, husband, is now Guy Claude, uh, and he was like 38 when she was like 12. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, which is weird then, but he was the manager, and he discovered her. They sent him him a tape uh, in in Canada, and uh, I didn't know that she had 13 brothers and sisters. I didn't know that either. She's the youngest of. She's 14th. 14th. <laughs> And they had a family band like the Osmonds, yeah. but she was clearly the best singer. And at 12, here's the funny thing. The lady that plays her is like in her 50s, and they show her when she was a little girl, and it's the same lady. It's like that movie Orphan where you think, wait a minute, she's supposed to be young because she looks older. Yeah. Uh, and, and she's like peering over the stage watching the family, you know, but it's that lady's head. So <laughs> okay. you're like, you're in your 50s. What? I don't know. Don't. It's kind of like happening? she's got the Barbra Streisand filter, you know, where it's a little. But the woman who sings. Are you saying they always shoot Barbara through gauze? Well, they, you know, the, yeah. the Vaseline lens. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, the, eventually she grows up to be, you know, she's tall and wispy and has the look. And somebody named Victoria Seo is the voice of. So they sing all the songs. They Try to do proper respect to, you know, the age difference because she eventually marries her manager. Um, And so I I think these are people that really love Celine Dion but didn't have the rights to do it. Yeah. So you're probably going to go and learn a lot about Celine through Aline. Mm -hmm. Um, But just know that um, perhaps the family wasn't all sold on it and didn't say, give them the stamp of approval. So it's one of those biographical films that, you know might work well don't you wonder how we're going to be portrayed when they do movie show the movie 
Oh, no, I don't want to see that at all. And they have Stave and Dog. It's going to be a lot like... <laughs> It'll be a lot like Wayne's World. Ooh, I okay, like I, that. Which one? What, no, one. Which, one. Which one drives the pacer? That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's what I want to know. That's the stunt driver. That's anyway, Aline uh, is okay. a, a uh, what did I give it? I gave it a B minus. Okay. PG-13. It's only at the Broadway. Only at the Broadway. Uh, and then it'll be on streaming very soon. Boys, I'm going to have to catch a plane here. Yes, so I, 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 I didn't want to just disappear because I'm sure people would think that Steve is out burying me in the backyard of you know my hearing. <laughs> well, the inmates have taken over the asylum. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to turn the reins over to you. And Steve, don't screw it up. Okay. I'll try not to. Matt, you're the adult in the room. <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I know. See, see how how things are slipping already. But hey, we we love hanging out with you, Matt and uh, Steve. Thank you. For, yeah, no, uh, have a safe trip. Yeah, we're we're gonna head out. He's gonna be on assignment. Hop on. Yes, Doug Wright will be on assignment. And you know, it's uh, rough duty. Catch your plane, dude. All right. See you guys. <laughs> hey, Doug, thanks. Thank you. Hey, have a great weekend, everybody. So I guess I'm taking. Okay, so well, let's let's go to break, and then when we come back, yeah, it's 11:45. Get on your plane, go away. <laughs> uh, let's take a break now, and then when we come back, we have uh, we're going to talk about Roar. It's going to be on Apple TV Plus, and a movie. Uh, it's called Choose or Die. Yeah, you're going to love this one, Matt. Uh, that that's coming. That's right after the bottom of the hour. <laughs> The Movie Show. Are you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Wow. Who's she calling a nerf herder? Welcome back to The Movie Show. Uh, this is Steve Sells and we're here with Matt Deering. Uh, Doug went to catch a flight, so we're just going to finish up a couple of things we have left here, including a movie that probably... Uh, not my favorite. It's called Choose or Die. Uh, do we have some sound on that? Cursor. With a 125 grand prize. There are a ton of unclaimed prizes from retro games. Could be easy money. You know Wilkie's on 37th? Meet me there tonight. It's a date. It's a deal. It's not like anything I've ever seen before. It seemed to affect reality. Okay, of course, this starts out as an interesting movie in that... It's a computer game called Cursor. Uh, the guy, you know, it's almost like Jumanji. He finds it in a pile of mail that he got a long time ago. And the and friend of his looks at it and goes, hey, let's, let's play this game. So it immediately says it, it's basically a digital version of Saw. And you know how Saw worked? It was like you can choose to, you know, rip this guy's eye out or her yeah. tongue out. It's just like. Good yeah, there's no good choices. Yeah, no. And, and if you don't choose, then the machine, you know, you're dead. Done. But, you know, it hasn't killed anybody so far. I don't think anybody wants to test it. So it'll give you a challenge. And then if you make the choices, then they'll say, all right, we'll see you tomorrow, same time. So, okay, so is this a movie? Yeah, this is a movie. Okay. And so it's set up, uh, and it's actually in theaters, I think. Hold on. Uh, da, da, da. No, it's on Netflix. Sorry. Okay. Only on Netflix. Um uh, so basically, it gives you more difficult choices each day. And, and one day it'll say, you know, coffee or cake when you're sitting in a in a restaurant. Well, that's easy. But then it'll ask you another question, and it it kind of tries to put you in a, a dilemma situation. Well, these two kids decide they're going to trace the IP address, and they end up going to Eddie Marson's 
house, which is the only person in the movie other than Asa Butterfield, right. who was we talked about is in Ender's Game. Right. Uh, he's you know grown up kid now. Anyway, so uh, basically they get to his place and suddenly they're like, it's always a third act that, that destroys movies most of the time, and in this case, you know it says oh. You've won all the levels. Now you have you get to take on the boss. So they've expected him the whole time. Like well, the, the guy that did this is expecting somebody to show up. Well, he didn't think anybody would get that far, but okay. they they do. And uh, but Eddie Marson's kind of clueless. He goes, "Wait a minute! I just played this game one time, and it said either distribute it or you die. So that's how it ended up getting okay. dispersed. But the stupid ending is just so dumb. It's just like well, I, I can't even describe it without ruining it, but. It's dumb, and it, it's like a... So that's, this theme. is a rousing review. Yeah, it's, it's a typical first, second act, great. Third act, sorry, didn't happen. Choose or Die is TVMA, Netflix only. I gave it a C. And so you'd say choose or die on your own. Yes, this is probably literally what's going to happen if you, <laughs> if you pick this movie. Other. Oh, the other thing we want to talk about is, yes. um, is Roar. Okay. Now, that looked a lot more interesting to me. Yes, and everyone is titled the woman that you know disappears, or the yeah. woman on the shelf, or the woman that eats photographs, and they all are allegorical tales about how women are feeling about life today. And, and like all other things, Apple TV so far, I'm pretty impressed with the cast that they're able to pick up. Oh my gosh, I, you can't believe it! I mean, Nicole Kidman's in the second one, uh, Issa Rae is in the first one. Um, oh, uh, Allison. Bree is in the one that's called The Woman Who Solves Her Own Murder. And it's kind of like a ghost episode where she's actually talking to the detectives, but they can't hear her. And they're making assumptions about her life, how she died. You know, she must have been this or that. And she goes, I wasn't that. So it's about that one's about women, how they, you know, are perceived by other people. And are they meant to be watched in order? or Could you just kind of pick or choose? That's the beauty of it. It's on Apple TV as of today, and you can watch all six of them or eight of them, whatever it is, at once. Because uh, they're all on there, or you can pick one that just looks interesting to you. The duck one, I will say, is a little weird. Uh, <laughs> well, well, I mean, why isn't talking to a duck a normal thing to you? Well, it, because it's about a toxic relationship. Because the duck talks to her, and it seems kind of cool. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Roar, if you get a chance, it's really good. And it's on Apple TV+. Plus. Great. And the name of it again is? Just simply called Roar. Roar. All right. Thank you guys so much for allowing me to do this and thanks steve it's always good to have you here so uh, we'll see you next friday and uh it's been the movie show and you know have a great weekend it's the story of an american held in a dark venezuelan prison then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up they pointed their guns at me and this is the point where i thought i'm gonna die today i'm becky bruce i spent a year working on hope in darkness which now has more than two million downloads Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.